This episode is presented by Wild Dunes Resort, a resort unlike any other. Wild Dunes offers something for everyone. Award-winning golf, tennis, pickleball, and sparkling pools, delicious on-site dining, and memorable outdoor adventures. Located just outside Charleston in beautiful Isle of Palms, South Carolina, Wild Dunes offers 36 holes of signature golf designed by Tom Fazio. The Lynx course was Fazio's first solo design and is still among his favorites today. From the rustling palms lining the rolling fairways to a finishing hole overlooking the glistening Atlantic, the Lynx course is South Carolina golf at its finest. The Harbor Course, another of Fazio's gems known for its challenging design, beautiful views, and most of all, water. From lagoons and salt marshes to the intracoastal waterway, this course will test all aspects of your game. Whether it's an afternoon golf outing or a week-long excursion, you will enjoy every minute of your golf vacation at Wild Dunes Resort. Learn more about Wild Dunes at wilddunes.com. Welcome back to the Lynx Golf Podcast. I'm Al Lunsford, digital editor for Lynx. Joined as always by Joe Passoff. Joe, tonight, today, I said tonight because I'm thinking about what we're going to talk about today. Glitz, glamour, fairways and greens. So we're talking golf and apres golf. Great places uh, you can go, whether it's a bachelor party or bachelorette party, buddy's trip where you're looking to do more than just play some golf, looking for some nightlife options. We've got a top five list for you today of great golf and nightlife destinations, uh, cities. Joe, I have been to, on our list, let's see, I've been to four of the top five. I've been to bachelor parties, uh, to two of these, and I've been to some bachelor parties outside of our list, but um, all seem to be to include golf. Although the the number one on our list, I didn't I didn't play golf while I was there. Traditional golf, that is, but you know I think these this is a good list of five we've got here. Um, the focus here is on golf, really, uh, because you can have a, a great city for nightlife that has some decent golf. But I think these the items on this list, the cities on this list are uh, we included them because they have great public access golf. Right. Yeah, I think that's that's a big deal when you're talking about the best destinations for on course activities and off course activities. You got to factor all of that in. It starts with really good golf, plenty of options available on the public side. Because, I mean, one of the leading categories in all of this is affordability. Not everybody can do Shadow Creek or courses of that ilk. Um, so you've got to have a variety in the affordability categories. And that includes lodging options as well. Uh, destination accessibility how easy is it to get there if you're getting the guys together uh the gals together for whatever it is uh you know we know some destinations that are a little tougher to get to than others uh obviously yes the off course activities again options you know what is there to do when you're not playing golf and then you know i would throw in seasonally good weather so you know, again, we can think of lots of places that would be fun to have the whole gang, but for golf purposes, 
you got to be fairly certain that you'll have at least a little bit of good weather for one memorable golf game, if not more. And in the case of buddies trips, you know, multiple golf games and and so forth. So, yeah, I think there are not only the five options that we're going to discuss today, um, an honorable mention or two, and there's some others floating around out there as well. Let's uh, let's get into it, shall we? Yeah, and I'll say, you know, it kind of depends. What's your prerogative, right? Are you, you could think of your ideal trip would be all about the golf and you don't really care what happens afterward. It could have nothing to do with golf. You know it's there, but you're really going to have nights on the town and and into the early morning activities going on uh, at some of these places. These all that we're going to present have both. So it's the best combinations of both golf and nightlife boil into one trip. Tell us where we're going to start. Isn't it obvious? Sin City, Joe. Las Vegas, Nevada, I think, is... If we were going to rank these one to five, I think we could probably agree that Vegas is number one. Uh, I have been to a bachelor party in Vegas. Good enough for me. I don't have any reason to go back. was absolutely uh, beat by the time we were done with our weekend romp on the Las Vegas Strip. But it was a, a great time, and we didn't play any traditional golf, but we did go to the Top Golf in Vegas, uh, which has the best setting of any Top Golf I've ever been to, uh, right on the Strip. And it stayed open till 2 a.m., so it was the a great little option for us to, to mix in some golf, but not necessarily go out and spend four hours, five hours on uh, a round and, and make that our entire day or night that was that was just kind of a good good settling point so what do you get with vegas you can have from the golf side the glitz like you said shadow creek if you really want to go uh all in on your golf experience or somewhere like the win golf club is also an attractive option you've got value options though too joe You've got your Angel Parks, your Las Vegas Paiute Resort, Coyote Springs. I could keep listing those as well. But you you do have the whole end of the spectrum. You have the alternative golf option, Top Golf. Um, we've talked about this before, but Vegas is adding uh, a new Top Golf equivalent kind of uh, same same idea. Same concept. A place called Atomic Golf is going to be coming to Vegas and uh, a hundred thousand square foot facility, four stories of hitting bays, an astrocade. They're also adding another adults only mini golf option called Swingers in 2024. It's a forty thousand square foot, three story mini golf place. Whatever you want to do in terms of golf, Vegas has an option for you. But it also has every other option you could conceive of to do off the course as well. Casinos, shows, pool parties, Joe, are very popular for these kind of trips. Of course, nightclubs. And what I think is a, is a great option is live sports. Vegas is getting more and more involved in the professional sports scene, whether it's the, the hockey team, the Golden Knights, 
Got the the Vegas Raiders there now. The Super Bowl is going to be there in 2024, Joe, at Allegiant Stadium. We spent a lot of our time in the casinos, I think, and the sports book was very popular. You know, that tends to be that that is actually trending across the country, uh, and more and more sports books are opening. Uh, for us, that was a, a thrill because we went during March Madness, and it was all about the sports book, all about the the brackets and the round of 64. Joe, what else does Vegas have to offer? Well, Al, as you nicely stated, I mean, Vegas does offer everything. It's why our it's our number one pick, both your pick and my pick. Again, uh, pro sports, both attending events and betting on them, is gigantic. Um, I've been out there for eight different March Madness extravaganzas, and there is nothing quite like it. I mean, it, other than being at the venue, um, when you're at the sports book and you are placing your own wagers or just watching people freak out as they are going through their wagers uh, and the upsets and who's covering the point spreads and all of that, yeah, it's really remarkable. But you also do have a wide variety of golf experiences, which is going to be probably right for whatever your budget is on the trip. Um, you know, you mentioned Angel Park, and I mean, I'm just such a fan of that place for this reason. You know, you it offers night-lighted regular golf, two daytime championship 18s, neither of which are going to beat you up, um, an all-grass putting course, great food and drink, uh, It you know, an excellent range that's also lit up. So whatever golf activity you feel like you'd love to do, if you have time for it, uh, Angel Park itself can offer that. And so, uh, yeah, that's that's the big advantage there. I mean, you know, you also have kind of the only in Vegas uh, add-ons as well, um, such as concept that was introduced 10, 15 years ago called Parmates. And it was uh, abandoned, obviously, during the pandemic, but it's back at least on a strip course, uh, Valley High, and par mates uh, just, again, one of those add-ons that if you choose to have some attractive companion helping out in almost like caddy function, you can do that in Las Vegas. So, yeah, on course, you can have a little touch of it. Off course, there are everything you can think of doing other than swimming in an ocean. And you can come close, just not in an actual ocean, Las Vegas. So, um, yeah, easy choice for my number one as well. Not to mention, you know, day excursions to the Grand Canyon, things like that. You mentioned uh, you can go to a, a nearby lake, Lake Mead, and and have a good time on the lake there. Um, or just stay in the Bellagio all day and uh, and waste away on the slot machines. Whatever your uh, your fancy is. There you go. <laughs> and uh, Al, I do know of at least two different buddies trips slash bachelor parties, uh, different occasions where folks could not rally in time to make their tea time. Make sure you're conscious about that. Um, even the best intentions sometimes fall by the wayside in Las Vegas. So, you know, consider that even if you have a 
absolute trophy course that you're excited about playing, consider what you're going to be up to the night before and maybe maybe come back and do that course another time. Maybe milder from a, a nightlife standpoint, but debatably better from a golf standpoint is the next city on our list. And Joe, you're very familiar with this place. Well, we're going to call it Phoenix Scottsdale out in the desert, Al. Uh, folks call it Phoenix, the metropolitan Phoenix. Um, more, uh, I don't know. I mean, Scottsdale has a certain cachet to it. It has the TPC Scottsdale for starters, home of the world's largest attended golf tournament, the WM Phoenix Open. Um but what the whole area has, and we call it the Valley of the Sun, Phoenix sits down in a valley surrounded by mountains. So you start with guaranteed sunshine. Now, if you come out this time of year, it could be a guarantee of 115 degrees. So again, think about that. But most other times, it's going to be sunny without worrying about blistering when you go outside. And, uh, you know, you have to start with that. You know your golf game is not going to be messed up by heavy rain. You'll be able to get it in. What else, is, what else is going on in Phoenix Scottsdale? You mentioned about Vegas, but Phoenix Scottsdale has all the big league professional sports. It's got college sports. It's got tribal casinos uh, dotted throughout the valley. So if you have that Vegas gaming itch that you want to do that, you can do most most of it here in Phoenix Scottsdale. And then, yes, superior golf options. Vegas golf is pretty strong. Phoenix Scottsdale is stronger. And that goes whatever side of town you're on and wherever you choose, you know, in terms of budget. So uh, I mentioned TPC Scottsdale. You have the stadium course. Uh, if you have the resources for it, what a fun thing for your buddy's trip to be able to say you played where the pros play. And that's a pretty cool thing. Um, you've got so many other great golf courses out there that are perfect for these kinds of trips, including Greyhawk and uh, some, some really super scenic places as well, from Weekapaw to the Boulders. Uh, True North, uh, those are just the trophy courses right there. And then series of second tier courses, including Talking Stick, which has its own hotel right by the spring training venues for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And uh, the aquarium is there and, you know, countless other activities just within five minutes, including casino gaming. So yeah, that's a really solid number two choice for me. And then the last thing I'll add about Phoenix Scottsdale is the sports book idea. DraftKings is very close to completing the very first sports book slash bar restaurant at a TPC professional golf tournament facility. It's on the way, it's very close to opening, and it's right there at the TPC Scottsdale. And that's from DraftKings. So um, yeah, this is a, a super solid second choice behind Las Vegas. Yeah, that's that's epic. And you know, not just there, TPC Scottsdale, 
you know, Talking Stick, like you mentioned, Wico Pond now has its own casino. Both of those are great golf and casinos right there, um, which Vegas certainly has. But but Scottsdale, as you go around in these different pockets, uh, you can you can find yourself just staying at one of those places the entire time if you wanted to. Uh, but there's plenty to see. Like you mentioned, I've had buddies go to and make the waste management their bachelor weekend. Uh, going to the tournament was the, the big event built around uh, their entire time there. And they had no intention of playing golf themselves. They just wanted to get to the stadium hole and spend all day there. A good point. I mean, that is the biggest party in Arizona every year. Uh, if you just do WM Phoenix Open Week, and that includes the nightlife options with concerts every night. And yeah, there's some scenery on the golf course as well. If uh, if you enjoy that sort of thing, yeah. The uh, the D backs, the Diamondback Stadium, and the Phoenix Suns. Those arenas. That's that's right next to each other, right downtown. Really cool area. Uh, one of my favorite baseball uh, stadiums that I've been to. Um, all indoors. They can open the roof up too as well. Uh, you got to go out to what Glendale to go to a, a Cardinals game. If you wanted to, mm-hmm. I, I went to the final four there. And this is a place that is check the calendar. There's going to be some sort of big sporting event going on in Scottsdale. And yeah, spring training starting in February. There is a, a amazing time to be there. The weather's perfect. Uh, perfect time to go play golf as well. So love Scottsdale. Uh, I would, you know, you, you you need to do Vegas one time in your life, but if I had a choice between these two, I would probably pick Scottsdale, Joe. Well, I get it. Uh, you can't go wrong with either one of them. Uh, Vegas, I think, has that feeling of just going to absolutely wear you down if you maximize the experience. And Phoenix Scottsdale, right. I mean, these are just great days and great nights, but you'll get some sleep. This episode is presented by Wild Dunes Resort. A resort unlike any other, Wild Dunes offers something for everyone. Award-winning golf, tennis, pickleball, and sparkling pools. Delicious on-site dining and memorable outdoor adventures. Located just outside Charleston in beautiful Isle of Palms, South Carolina, Wild Dunes offers 36 holes of signature golf designed by Tom Fazio. The Lynx course was Fazio's first solo design and is still among his favorites today. From the rustling palms lining the rolling fairways to a finishing hole overlooking the glistening Atlantic, the Lynx course is South Carolina golf at its finest. The Harbor Course, another of Fazio's gems known for its challenging design, beautiful views, and most of all, water. From lagoons and salt marshes to the intracoastal waterway, this course will test all aspects of your game. Whether it's an afternoon golf outing or a week-long excursion, you will enjoy every minute of your golf vacation at Wild Dunes Resort. Learn more about Wild Dunes at wilddunes.com. I'll move from there uh, old to over to my old stomping grounds. And how about a trip to Orlando, Joe? Uh, the House of the Mouse, as you know, the Disney World makes a great case for Orlando. If, if that's your, your scene and you want to do theme parks or uh, spend time at Universal Studios, reliving some of your favorite movies, things like that, uh, great off-course option. Also, at, at night, you've got the fireworks shows. Uh, there's plenty to do uh, on the, the various 
boardwalks at Disney and Universal. Um, there's live music venues. There's a House of Blues there. Uh, Wall Street Plaza downtown is a, is a happening nightlife scene in downtown Orlando uh, over by Lake Eola. It's a really fun time. And Joe, the golf is pretty good too. Uh, Disney's golf is is good in its own right if you're going to be staying uh, on the property there uh, and and want to mix in golf on an off day from the theme parks. That's a great option. But, you know, moving closer to, to downtown Orlando, it's my favorite little course in the world is Winter Park 9. Spent many a, a day there. Spent a couple hours pay 25 bucks and play some really good golf. Keith Reb, Riley Johns, love Winter Park 9. One of my favorite spots, Joe, in the, the College Park District of Orlando, Dubstred. It's a shorter little track, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's been there for almost 100 years now. Uh, and so that's a great option for uh, anyone who's not willing to, to spend more than 100 bucks on a tee time either. Uh, Orange County National, great track. Uh, they had a live event there, but they also are well known for uh, hosting the PGA show and Demo Day as well. Yeah, uh, phenomenal practice facility and and two championship 18s. Humongous. Um, or you could, could go high end. You could play a PGA Tour course at Bay Hill. Uh, you could go somewhere like uh, Tranquilo golf course tom fazio design uh and there's shingle creek is another good one but uh look around plenty of good golf there uh they also have pro sports too joe they have the magic they have the orlando city soccer team uh so some options there for professional sports certainly not as much as as vegas or uh scottsdale but orlando's got something for everybody well, I'll tell you, Al, when I was thinking about Florida candidates for this one, be it buddies trips, bachelor parties, you know, the nightlife aspect, the one that came to mind for me in Florida was Miami and Miami Beach. I, I mean, the trouble one can get into prowling the clubs in South Beach is legendary. And and you can keep that going most of the night if uh, if you're young and and brave but um yeah you know when when you mentioned orlando it's like okay orlando i think of disney and i think of families much more so but in terms of nightlife definitely you can actually run into just about everything you want except the ocean um in orlando and although there aren't as many say pro sports options as there are in miami uh, the golf options dwarf what Miami has. For that reason alone, from trophy courses to budget courses, Orlando, uh, you convince me, that, that gets the nod among Florida destinations. I mean, I think, you know, again, all things being equal and you, you want to mix it up, then Miami and Miami Beach certainly uh, it presents that. But other than the ocean itself, uh, you get every bit as much and plenty more in Orlando. So if you're looking to do a Florida destination for your getaway, and certainly there are others in the state, but uh, 
I, I too would start with Orlando now, to, now that I think about it. Maybe not everyone's first pick, not their cup of tea, but I think it does. It, it offers something kind of for everybody and, and not everyone listening to this is going to be, you know, gung ho golf and, and bars and, and going out and having a, a big time like that. And maybe they want to have some fun in a different way. So uh, the point in Orlando, another great place that uh, you could venture to and, and have a great time. That's where their top golf is as well. So um, good spot. How about uh, the next one, Joe? Well, this is another destination that uh, is close to the top of the list for many. It's easily made the top four for both you and me. And that is Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. The supermarket of golf. Uh, it rocks the golf option. I mean, no matter what you're looking for, you're going to find it in Myrtle Beach. And by that, I mean, it's number one for buddies trips for a reason. Uh, it's accessibility driving, if you choose to drive from almost anywhere in the East Coast, is, is doable. For more of a quick weekend, I mean, you hop on a plane and Myrtle Beach Airport is much better than it was even five and ten years ago with more options. And uh, again, affordability, one of those other categories that I mentioned. What are you looking for? You will find it in Myrtle Beach. You have the high-end golf courses, uh, starting with the Dunes Club, which will host the PGA Tour in 2024. And uh, and then, of course, my, my favorite, Mike Strantz courses, Caledonian True Blue, fantastic combination. But the spectrum, I mean, just running it down, and you're still going to find quality golf and not just quality, but packaged, where Myrtle Beach does that better than anybody because they invented the golf package. So the lodging option, there's affordable high rises that get to overlook the ocean. So if part of that is wandering around, having a good time at night, and then deciding, you know, I need a, a little walk along the beach, you know, to, uh, to revive me and, and uh, you know, enjoy those aesthetics, it's right there. It's easy. It's affordable. Um, I think the value is the best aspect of Myrtle Beach and the variety of the golf. So whatever trouble you want to get into, you can find it in Myrtle Beach. But for wholesome options, such as places like Barefoot Landing, Broad, Broadway at the Beach, um, you know, you've got those. You've got those kinds of entertainment uh, uh, destinations where you can eat and shop and listen to music. Um, you want upscale lodging, the Marina Inn at Grand Dunes, fantastic resort. Uh, but you can also find anything you want up and down the Grand Strand. So, uh, and, and finally, I, I know there's a casino boat that you can get on if you do want to go do some gambling. The Big M, uh, got to be on the water to do it, but it's there. So a uh, very strong vote from me for, for Myrtle Beach in the golf nightlife, buddies trip, bachelor party arena. 
Yeah, I love the like international waters, golf cruise, or not golf cruise, casino cruise, uh, where you can spend a couple hours gambling on a on a boat. I've done that before. That was a, a good time. Um yeah, Joe, I've done I've done Myrtle Beach uh for two bachelor parties, including my own. And we actually so we stayed in Ocean Isle Beach, which is in North Carolina but not too far of a drive from Myrtle Beach and uh, played at the Big Cats courses there nearby, kind of between Ocean Island and Myrtle, Ocean Ridge Plantation. Uh, It's exactly what we were looking for. You know, they have 72 holes there and it's uh, relaxed. Um, You know, not everyone in your group is always going to be a single digit handicap uh wanting to play the best possible golf they can play sometimes you just want a course where you can uh you know not worry about someone pushing you or keeping up the pace or hurting your wallet or anything like that so great option love that you mentioned broadway at the beach uh brings me no shame to say that we spent a great deal of time at broadway at the beach uh, Top golf has been a recurring theme about this. That's another another reason why a lot of these places are great because, like I said, if you if you don't have a group full of everyone golfs, Top Golf is a great place for that where you can you can mix it in, um, but it doesn't have to be serious and and everyone has a great time at Top Golf. But we also did Dave and Buster's, you know, arcade gaming, laser tag. We hit all the the middle school stops on my bachelor party and and really had a good time doing it. So, loved Myrtle well, Beach for this. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and then you have old fashioned golf fun. By that meaning, uh, miniature golf, goofy golf, as as some have tons called it. Yeah, but tons of that all over Myrtle Beach. I mean, with the ubiquitous pancake houses and miniature golf course on every corner. Uh, whatever kind of golf product you want for what, however your group plays Myrtle beach has got it and check out the Tupelo Bay par three Joe last of our top five. Uh, so just outside the U S it's not a place that I've been, uh, but it gets a nod for its plethora of good golf. And sometimes you just want to do an all inclusive and and have no worries and and be in the same spot with your crew the entire time. You can play some good golf. You can eat some great food and and all all you want of it. Spend some time on the beach. Uh, there are several places that you can do this in Cabo. Correct. Yeah, there are several all inclusives. Uh, nowhere near as many all inclusives as Mexico's other great golf destination, which is Cancun. Yes. Which, for whatever reason, just has plenty more of them. But Cabo offers a different aesthetic than Cancun. You and I have had that discussion and then debate on a previous podcast. And, uh, yeah, we are. We're talking about Los Cabos as the destination markets itself um, for some of the best golf. You know, uh, Cabo San Lucas, which was one of the cities... Uh, San Jose del Cabo is the other city, but for the best golf, Cabo San Lucas is is our pick, but Los Cabos is the destination. 
and that's where you'll find all of like the the clubs and and bars and things like that in in Cabo San Lucas, right? Yeah, San Jose del Cabo is the older part of Cabo and can be equally fun um, in terms of restaurants and cultural attractions, shopping and so forth. Cabo San Lucas, kind of closest to where the Sea of Cortez meets the Pacific Ocean, are where the legendary night spots are. And by legendary, I mean uh, for rockers of a certain generation, Cabo Wabo, which uh, was started by Eddie Van Halen and Sammy Hagar. And Sammy kind of, yeah, eventually quickly bought out Eddie. It's been Sammy's joint ever since. Uh, he would perform there on his birthday every year. And uh, and that's, you know, that's kind of the leading light in terms of the celebrity attraction. But, you know, the famous places for just uh, uh, having, say, a shot of tequila poured down in you, like Squid Row, the Giggling Marlin, the Nowhere Bar. Um, yeah. At, these are places, there's a great marina down there where people do the boating trips, do the deep sea fishing, go see the arch out there. Uh, lots of fun to be had. And the nighttime fun, um, I mean, Mexico has its challenges, as we do understand on the security side. But Cabo is about the safest place that you're going to find. And being down there at night with all those restaurants and bars and Oh, frankly, Americans, uh, along with, you know, folks from around the world to enjoy the scenery and the weather, because uh, I call it Scottsdale by the sea. The golf product features desert aesthetics with cactus and mountain backdrops, and many of them are right on the sea. So, you know, if uh, you're able to get on to Diamante, uh, the top ranked course in Mexico is the Dunes course by Davis Love. And then you have, obviously, Tiger Woods, El Cardinal right there, uh, which will host the PGA Tour in a couple of months. Um, we're, we're getting the PGA Tour there. But uh, so many other fantastic courses, including Kivira, uh, Jack Nicklaus's design, which is a, a roller coaster, an amusement park thrill ride overlooking the Pacific Ocean, uh, one stunning hole after the next. And, uh, and of course, I just wrote about that'll be coming up in the brand new issue of Lynx. And um, man, Cabo del Sol's desert course uh, being redesigned uh, as we speak by Strike and Fry. Uh, at lots of options. Not much of Cabo Golf is on the affordable value side, I will say that. But if you're willing to make the trip down there, just about guaranteed great weather a different aesthetic from wherever it is you play golf at home, unless you're from Phoenix, Scottsdale. And uh, again, nightlife that starts early and doesn't quit till late. Yeah. You said one stunning hole after another in Kavira, one stunning course after another in Cabo. It seems like all of them are those types of destination vacation views. And, and the idea of this is you're making this a, a once in a lifetime trip. Uh, with your your group, uh, whoever they may be, this could be a, a wonderful option for you. 
Yeah, it's the only one I haven't visited on the the list of our five. So, uh, got one to knock off on my end. But I'll go ahead and give, uh, in terms of an honorable mention, uh, I like Joe. I like Atlantic City, New Jersey, on here. Spent some nights in the Borgata Casino. That's always a really good time. You got the the boardwalk down by the beach there in Atlantic City, and some pretty good golf too. I mean. Seaview Golf Club, perennial host of the LPGA Tour there. You bet. I mean, you've got Atlantic City Country Club, which uh, has some access. Um, and that dates back to 1897, most recently benefiting from a Tom Doak renovation. A few years back now, but um, very historic place where the term birdie was invented. There you go. Uh, Twisted Dune. Another one that gets good marks. Yeah, Atlantic City is just kind of like a, almost like a mini Vegas in a way, and a and maybe a mini Myrtle Beach too. Yeah, fair way of looking at it. And again, it's accessible to so many East Coaster, Northeast folks. So you get the casino gaming, um, and 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 the sports betting and and all of that. Uh, some some pretty darn good golf, and uh, again. You got the ocean, the Atlantic Ocean right there. What else would you throw out there potentially into this this conversation? Well, I got one honorable mention of my own. I mean, there's there's a half dozen places that would make for a worthy getaway from a golf, quality golf standpoint, stuff to do at night. But um, the one that, that jumps in for me uh, isn't the most obvious when you think of golf, and that's New Orleans, Louisiana, and uh, New Orleans. I mean, uh, you know, when you think about the French Quarter at night, and you think about being able to walk the streets with your, uh, you know, uh, hurricane, uh, the drink, not the weather phenomenon. Uh, Great place for having uh, buddies, bachelor parties, and uh, you've got stay in the heart of it all, hotels that work really well, uh, also hotels that accommodate gambling, like Harrah's. Um, the food, if you like to eat New Orleans uh, early, often, and and everything else, absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal in the cuisine department. But they have enough golf to where you can truly make it a golf trip, starting with the TPC Louisiana. Pete Dye, home to the Zurich Classic every year on tour. Now it's a two-man team event, but it was also an individual event for many years. And, it, you know, it's not one of Pete's most memorable tracks, but it's certainly worthy, especially on a trip like this. And then my favorite three-hour round is at an old-timer called Audubon Park. And it was redesigned by Dennis Griffiths maybe 20 years ago uh, into a par 62. But, oh, man, just dripping and drenched with New Orleans character. Live oaks with the Spanish moss and uh, Loyola University sitting there in the background. It's right next to a huge public park. And uh, and coolest for me is that you could take a streetcar to get there. And so uh, a lot of love for Audubon Park. But and, and Louisiana, 
uh, I mean, you can venture off into a few different directions, but New Orleans itself um, has a few other fine public golf courses. They don't make anybody's top 100, but for our purpose to go out and have some fun and be able to go out and have some extra fun after the golf is done, um, I think it belongs on this list. Bourbon Street, I mean, automatically gives it high marks, and I'll take any chance I can get to have a crawfish etouffee. By the way, you've got those live sports elements with the Saints and the Pelicans, and and yeah, I've heard some some pretty good things about golf there in, in New Orleans as well. And we see TPC Louisiana, but uh, read some some stuff on a few of the courses you mentioned. Uh, Lakewood is another one that has a unique finishing hole uh, as a tribute Which... to the city's firefighters. It's a kind of a flames. Uh, looking bunker there on the last hole. Uh, well, give Lakewood some props too if you're a golf history fan because that hosted the PGA Tour for years before it moved to a new Jack Nicholas course called English Turn. And then English Turn gave way to TPC Louisiana. But Lakewood, you got winners like Lee Trevino and uh, Jack Nicholas may have won there himself. Uh, a guy who liked to eat back in the day and famous stories about Jack devouring oysters in New Orleans. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. If you like to walk famous footsteps, Lakewood's a good option. Well, I'm exhausted just talking about some of these places and thinking about uh, staying up past midnight. It's not something I do a lot these days anymore. So, um, you know, the the anxiety builds when you go on one of these trips, too, because, you know, what it's about to do to your body. Uh, but it is always a good time and you can't, you can't go wrong in any of these places. Yeah. That and a little peer pressure. Yep. Cause there's always going to be one or two individuals that want to mix it up a little bit longer. And uh, yeah, maybe as we uh, get older, I can't say mature, but uh, you find the willpower to say, no, 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 I've had enough. I want another nice full day tomorrow. But for those of you who never have enough, between golf and nightlife, uh, the destinations we've talked about today, I think, will satisfy in every respect. 